Hello and welcome to a new episode of Museums Up, a series of podcasts from the Reinherit Project, a smart tool that provides you with current issues related to cultural heritage management, digital innovation, and sustainability in museums. The Reinherit Project is funded from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Programme under Grant Agreement No. 101-004-545. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. This is Jaime Lopez from Arte Sostenible, and you are listening to a new episode of Museums Up, a series of podcasts from the Reinherit Project. The topic of this episode is Action for Climate Empowerment and Museums. Today, we have Jenny Newell, Curator, Climate Change Projects at the Australian Museum. Jenny works on the curatorial dimensions of climate change, focusing on communities in Australia and the Pacific. She aims to increase engagement in environmental stewardship through the medium of museums. Hi, Jenny, and welcome to Museum SAP. Hi, it's great to be with you. Action for Climate Empowerment, ACE, is a term adopted by the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change. What is about? Yes, so it's action to ensure that all members of society have access to education, information and training that really empowers them to be able to make effective responses to climate change. So it's really something that museums are very well placed to advance. And I think it's it's one of those things that not many people are aware of action for climate empowerment as part of what our nations have signed up for within the Paris Agreement. And it was also taken forward at Glasgow for um, to make a, a program of work. So it's really starting to gain ground as something that educators and people working in the cultural sector are starting to understand as a really important responsibility for us to take forward because we really do need to help our communities to understand and engage with the climate and ecological crises that we're facing. What makes a museum sustainable in terms of the environment? So, yes, I think there's a lot that can be done to make our institutions more sustainable. And it is kind of complicated for institutions to to reduce emissions and head towards net zero. But for the cultural sector, there are lots of resources that people can tap into. And I should flag up that Henry McGee of Curating Tomorrow has lots of guides for the glam sector, that's the galleries, libraries, archives and museums sector, to, um, to access. And so there's good information there about how to work towards being more sustainable, how to, in fact, you know, work towards action for climate empowerment and other really important things. He's got free guides available on his website. And there are lots of really good resources for museums to tap into to help just plan and put into action ways of, of course, reducing emissions, but also getting much more um, involved in recycling and reducing use of materials and making sure our cafes and our shops stop using single-use plastic and also all sorts of things specific to museums, like making sure that our exhibitions are sustainable. So really using sustainable materials, recycling exhibition furniture, 
and using non-toxic materials when we're conserving our objects and so on. And so there's lots of things that can be done. For instance, you can have a look at the Australian Museum's website. We have our sustainability action plan available there, which anyone can download. There's also really good resources put out by ICROM. There's a toolkit created by Our Collections Matter. And so there's a fantastic set of resources there, all free for institutions to tap into and figure out how to start there or to continue their sustainability journey. Could you give us some brief tips about how can museums increase community involvement to address climate change? Yes, this is a really important point. And I think what's really important is for us to all listen to our local communities and really hear what it is that they want and what they need. And it can actually be quite simple to run like an online survey or to do some in-person surveys with your visitors, ask if they're concerned about climate change, if they have questions they'd like answered, what sorts of activities they might want to take part in. And from that, I think you'll really find, as we did at the Australian Museum, exactly what it is that people are wanting you to address. And so that's a fantastic starting point because it's always really important, of course, to start where you are with what you have and to just start local. I think it's also really important to be clear about what you're saying around climate change. And of course, climate change is such a complex and very emotional and difficult subject for everyone. And as a museum uh, or you know, any institution that's reaching out to the public, it's important to be really clear about climate change and the impacts it's having and all the many solutions that are out there. You can tap into great resources like those offered by the Yale program for climate change communication. They have a fantastic resource which is called Five Facts and anyway that it begins five facts and so those five facts are really important ones to communicate to people. I really like what they've done with that. They give you a little bit more information to explain what those are but basically the first one is scientists agree. Secondly it's real. Thirdly it's bad. Fourthly, it's us. And fifth, there's hope. And that's so important to really make sure our visitors know that there's a lot that we can all do, that individuals can do, that groups can do, that communities can do, and our governments can do, with a bit of push from us, um, to really take forward solutions. And you know, climate change is a human-caused problem. We can also solve it. So this is really important messaging. So that focus on solutions is important. Um, and also making sure that you're, you're really reaching out to your community with programs that are the right scale for you. If you're a small organisation or a small group of people working um, as volunteers, there's still a lot you can do. And I think actually even big institutions think about going small to begin with and because you need to build your skills and connecting to people around climate change is can sometimes feel quite risky and, and new and a bit daunting. But you can start with small climate conversations. We're running a group at the Australian Museum called Coffee and Climate and that's a you know, free program. People come in, small group discussions to talk about their feelings about climate change, their concerns, ask questions and work through some little activities to try and figure out what the action is that they would like to take forward themselves. So there's lots of good models for doing that 
online, things like Climate for Change. There's another group that runs uh, climate conversation trainings. And, but anyway, look online. There's, there's probably some good resources in your, in your local area for, for just you know, figuring out how to run small-scale conversations like that at your museum. You can also look at what climate museums are doing around the world. They've often got very exciting but, but you know, accessible programs that they run. Sometimes they're using artists to come in and help them to do really exciting creative programs with their communities. Sometimes people are doing things like installations where members of the community will come and write pledges or they'll put up their wishes for the future. And also think about programs for schools and you can go larger and do, you know, discussion panels and films. And um, then, of course, there's exhibitions. So touring exhibitions, temporary or permanent or online exhibitions can, are, all, are all really important things for us to be doing to really make the point that the climate change is something hugely significant. It's impacting all of us. And, you know, look here, your local museum is talking about it. Obviously, it's something that's really important. And any museum, even if you're a railway museum or a museum about a historic house, you can still be talking about climate change because climate change affects everything. It affects everything we care about now and certainly into the future even more. So I think one of the other key points I just wanted to make um, to wrap up really is that collaboration is hugely important and that if you're looking at whether you're linking up with other museums near you or internationally, just know that there are many other curators and groups within the cultural sector who are you know, doing similar things to you. We're all having the same sorts of challenges as well. And it's just really good to be able to pool ideas, get inspiration from each other, share resources potentially, share information and and just get, you know, sort of that mutual support and moral support from each other because it's often pretty tough. And, you know, as you read more about climate change and the impacts it's having, you can, it's sometimes a bit of an emotional roller coaster and it's good to share those thoughts with, with others in, in the sector. And there's groups like the Museums and Climate Change Network, which is an online resource. It's a, it's a group that I convene, actually, but you can look that up online. There's... Uh, groups like ICOM, there's a working group for sustainability that will soon become an international committee, we hope. And there's other groups like ICOMOS and Climate Heritage Network is a really great online group. Also, of course, check out Curating Tomorrow that I mentioned before, Henry McGee's um, online resource. There's also Key Culture who can help you with sustainability. And also think about setting up your own group for cultural institutions in your area. So in Sydney, we have the Sydney Cultural Institutions for Climate Action Group and we meet mostly online. Sometimes we meet for a coffee uh, about once a month and we share ideas and, and just, you know, keep up on what's going on and who's doing what. And we have talks from time to time with, you know, experts in different areas. So that's that's really helpful and it's just so good because you can sometimes feel if you're perhaps someone who wants to do something about climate change in your museum, you can sometimes feel like you're on your own and you often find once you start talking that that other people are actually pretty concerned as well, but they just didn't know that there was someone else at their own institution who wanted to do something about it. And you're certainly not alone if you look 
to other institutions and look around the world, there's a lot of us now who are working on climate change through our museums. And it's so important. We've got so much to offer and so much that we really have a responsibility to do for our, our communities. Yeah, so I hope, I hope we get more people involved. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jenny, thank you very much for your input. Thanks. We hope this episode has provided you with valuable information about the cultural dimensions of climate change. Thanks for listening to Museum SAP, a podcast from the Reinherit Project. And stay tuned for the next episode. We Inherit, redefining the future of cultural heritage. For more information about the Reinherit project, go to reinherit.eu and check our social channels. Reinherit, make it your own. <laughs>